Alright guys, pictures up. Pictures up! Pictures up! That's roll sound. Rolling! Rolling! Sound speeds. Camera speeds. Two. Awesome. Take two. Mark. And action! Welcome to the Penn Cinema Podcast. Your behind-the-curtain connection for movie news and reviews. Now here are your hosts, Penn Ketchum and David Moulton. Oh, welcome to the show. I'm David Moulton. And I'm Penn Ketchum. What's, What's up? up? <laughs> totally unprepared. No. I thought we were gonna like chit chat no. and have like catch up. How are you, David? I don't know. What well, did you have a good day or a bad day today? How was your day today? All I got is mustard. <laughs> right. well, we were the thing is, we were doing our catch up, but then we got into like movie news. Movie news. Right. So it was like, don't don't miss the beat. Like, right. Let's get right on right. it. Right. So you want to stay right on that? So right. I was telling David the exciting news. Right. That Paramount. Mm. One of my favorite studios, my Home guy, John, yeah. my guy, John, who, by the way, was hobnobbing with my other guy, Tom Cruise. What? Johnny Paramount? Johnny Paramount was, <laughs> was hobnobbing with Tommy Paramount Cruise. <laughs> and yeah, they were, Tom was on the set. Mr. Cruise was on the set promoting Mission Impossible. Whoa. And so I was on the phone with John and he was like, uh, listen, I got to go because I got a thing with Tom Cruise. So, oh jeez, <laughs> I was like, all right, yeah, you're like, sorry. <laughs> I'm like, well, listen, I got a thing with David Moulton, so you know, whatever. <laughs> I gotta go, you know, yeah, yeah. No <laughs> you know, I'm not deal. just sitting yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe you've heard of our podcast. Yeah, right. We're one of them. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I hope Tom Cruise was late because he was listening to our show. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> this amazing podcast. Right. Well, I mean, it wasn't amazing, but no. it's definitely one of the. Podcasts. It was a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> all right. So listen. So we were saying Paramount has seen. Yeah. which we really appreciate, to include all three Penn Cinema locations. Mm. All three of them. All three of them. Penn oh. Cinema Lidditz, Wilmington, Delaware, and Huntington Valley, PA. Whoa. Which, by the way, happen to be my three favorite Penn Cinema locations. Really? Those yeah. are your top yeah, I mean, three? I, I don't like to play favorites, but I'm going to just call it as I see Those it. Those are the top three. Those are my three favorite Penn Cinema locations. Jeez. Yeah. Anyway, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Starring Chris Pratt. Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Starring Chris Pine. Opens March. No, opens what? The end of March or something like that. Yeah. But they are bringing it to Penn Cinema for an advanced screening a few weeks early. Weeks. Sunday, March 19th. Now, tickets won't go on sale for like a week. Yeah. You know, so you're getting this early just because you're a good, loyal podcast listener. Wow. But, um, yeah, so I was telling David, um, my guy John tells me that like Johnny Paramount. Johnny Paramount tells me that this movie is testing really well. Yeah. So I mean, I'm a re I, John's a straight shooter. Mm -hmm. You know, he 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 tells me when movies are not testing great. Right. <laughs> you know, um, and uh, you know, I think I think this is going to be a big movie. So. This mm. is why we started. Oh, wait, wait, wait. And let me and let me say one last thing, and then we'll turn it over yeah. to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The comment that John made. Now, John's like my age, mm. like in his fifth. I, I think he's in his fifties. He's, oh. you know, he's he looks and acts, and we have a lot in common. Like I, I assume he's like roughly my age. Yeah. And we're talking pre so old that action hurts your eyes. Talking, talking. Sauce the original Star Wars in movie theaters. Okay. All right. Maybe even saw Jaws in a movie theater. Mm. Whoa. Yeah. 
Anyway, he made the comment to me like, hey, I'm not a Dungeons and Dragons guy. Yeah. But I've seen this movie twice. It's great. It's funny as hell. It's an action movie. And his comment was like, it's today's Indiana Jones. Really? I mean, that's the setup. That's, that's the I, expectation that he's setting. Although, he's saying it's a great action comedy. Today's Indiana Jones. Is Indy 5. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not yesterday's Indiana right, Jones. Right. You don't want to, you, you want to compare this. You want to, you want to excite me. Compare this to yesterday's Indiana yeah, Jones. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. All right. So here's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Because I really honestly, from the trailers, this movie could go either way for me. Mm. Like it looks, it, it has potential to be a lot of fun, mm -hmm. funny, and something I'm totally into. Okay. It also has the potential from the trailers to be something that I watch and I just sit through and go, well, I mean, they tried. Yeah. You know, like I don't think it's going to be bad, bad, but it doesn't look, it looks like it can go either way of, of just okay to, to fun. My concern is me, mm. someone who likes both dragons and dungeons. <laughs> well, you got that fancy dragon. Yeah. And the pretend dungeon. And the pretend, but I don't keep the dragon in the dungeon. No, why would, would he crazy? No, he's got to fly fancy yeah. free. Yeah, plus the dungeon is pretend. Right. The it's dragon real. is real. Yeah. <laughs> the dungeon I'm like, is pretend. come to my dungeon. Was, <laughs> right. This is just the basement. Right. <laughs> I, mean, I could walk out. It's not much of a dungeon. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> my concern is if me, someone who is into this kind of thing, right. is on the fence, right. then... Joe Schmo, who everyday moviegoer, might not be captured by the buzz. And that's not saying it's not good. It can be good and not get the people in, which means that it would have potentially have legs in bringing in people word of mouth right, later. Right. But initial. All right. Here's why I have faith. Okay. Well, you got to have faith. First of all, I like the trailer. Uh huh. And second of all, the people who are responsible for marketing this film, mm -hmm. it's literally the same people who marketed Top Gun. Okay. Okay. If you recall, Top Gun did pretty good. It did. As a matter of fact, it's still doing pretty good. We brought it back for the Oscars. <laughs> it smokes. was our number one of all the Oscar. I'm, I'm sorry. It's number two of all the Oscar bringbacks. It was, it was number, one. number two behind. You, you called it. Everywhere. Nope. What? Women talking. Women talking. Because remember we said how since the movie didn't play in Lancaster, I, I don't know if it didn't play in Lancaster, but it didn't play at Penn Cinema. Yeah. And now that we're playing it, a lot of people are really coming out yeah. for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I guess we'll see with this one. I mean, I wanted to do good. I have no ill will towards this movie whatsoever. And I could be totally wrong because I constantly forget what Stranger Things has done for mainstream Dungeons & Dragons like Consciousness, like right. people who didn't know about Dungeons and Dragons of the newer generations are more into it because of Stranger Things. Yeah, and I, I agree with that, but I also think it's the kind of franchise where I'm trying to think of a good analogy, a similar concept, but like nobody cares. Like the game, like it's not about the game. I mean, I know it is, but it's right. not really. Right. You know what I mean? It's more about the characters that 90% of the moviegoers are meeting for the first time. Yeah. You know, actually, aren't we all meeting them for the first time? Because yeah. it's a board game. So these well, are. Well, it's not even a board game. 
it's a dice game, right? Right. It yeah. looks, it's in your. It's all imaginary. Right. And you come with your own character, so there's no. Why well, there might be, but to my knowledge, there's not really like built-in characters that yeah. you interact with. Like it's all made up. So any, anyway, my point is, yeah, there's it. It's going to be all about marketing. Yeah. And I trust the team that's responsible for marketing this. So we will find out we, when tickets go on sale next Friday, March third. Um, or no, I'm sorry. They go on sale next Sunday, March 5th. That's weird. Yeah. They must be tied into advertising some, huh. I mean, it's not football season, so I don't know what they're tying it to, but they're tying it to something, I guess. I mean, I'm just speculating, but tickets, I have to have them in my system by next Friday. They go on sale next Sunday and we'll see those pre-sales will be our first glimpse into what season is it? Football season's over. Right. Cuffing season's coming to an end. I think it's baseball. Baseball? Yeah. Or as I like to call it, triathlon season. That makes more sense. 10 weeks to St. George. That, that make, oh, Whoa, my gosh. St. George. Going back to St. George, Utah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. All right. Let's get back into it. Oh, the other piece of news. Mm. That, that was one piece of cutting edge news. I wanted to share a second piece. Oh. That you only hear. On the Pensano right podcast, here? yeah. Right now? I don't hear. Yeah. Here, you ready? Yeah, hold on. Yeah. This just in. This just in. Today is February twenty fifth already. Get out of town. How? How? Well, see, here's what happened. Yesterday was February first. Yeah. And then we blinked and fell into some kind of time warp hole. Yeah. Right. And while we were in that hole, we traveled to a variety of other dimensions, forward and backward. Yeah. We recorded at least three, maybe it was two podcasts. Yeah. And now we fell back out of the time warp a day later and it's the end of the month and February is gone. I have no recollection of February happening. You forgot our thing, our Valentine's dinner. (laughs) (laughs) After all the work I put into it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh boy. February 25th, 1989 was 34 years ago. Holy smokes. February 25th, 2023. That shit's today. 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 Wow. What's up? Shoot. So well, I don't I don't know if you know. Did you know that February was pretty much over? I mean, uh, it really dawned on me when I was couldn't figure out what the next movie was and I walked in and I was like, "Oh yeah, Creed." March 3rd. But that's not till March. I know. That's a whole week away. Ugh. March is not a week away. March is like tomorrow. Plus four, three days. Yeah, <laughs> three shit. or four days. Math is great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, David, talk to me. Perhaps you're familiar with Zach Galifianakis. Galifianakis? Yeah. We haven't really had much of him around lately. Love him, though. Yeah. So good. But I, guess, I don't know where he's been. Where's he been? We saw him at CinemaCon one time. Did you? And he came up to accept an award and he said, or maybe he said on Saturday Night Live. Did he forget to make eye contact with you? Well, I didn't want to get into that again. (laughs) 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 So awkward. Yeah. But he does this bit. I forget if he did it Saturday Night Live or CinemaCon or both. But he does this bit where he said he introduces himself and he's like, I'm Zach Galifianakis. And then he says, God, I hope I'm saying that right. Because <laughs> remember when he first was coming on the scene, nobody could nobody pronounce could do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. What do you got? Well, he's attached to star in the live action remake of Lilo and Stitch. But his role is under wraps. So if I had to take a gamble. Stitch. 
he's going to be Stitch. Right. Or any of the other aliens. Or Lilo. Yeah. He's definitely going to be Lilo. I hadn't even thought of that. She has the beard. He's going to be Stitch. I, I, I would. I would imagine. Yes. Now, yeah. let me let me riddle you this. Didn't, remember when we went in that time warp? Yeah. And didn't we do it in a show about an animated movie being live actioned? Oh, yeah. I'm sure we and, did. And wasn't that met with a lot of negativity on your part and also Frodo's part? Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder how the animated world feels about this headline. Did we know that Lilo and Stitch was being live actioned? I think maybe. I did not. I think that this might have been one of the things that I kept forgetting to put on the list every time I saw it. <laughs> so <laughs> when we say cutting edge news, we mean within the last six months. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. The news is Zach Galifianakis is involved. Cool off the presses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool off the – in the same room as the press. Right. <laughs> this paper was found. That's been sitting on the fax machine. <laughs> All right. All right. Here's another one for you. Oh, thank God. Do you remember the Lord of the Rings movies? Yes. Yeah? L-O-T-R. You, you didn't see them. Not really. I mean, I, I, right. Children, right. that's right. what you always claim. Yes. Oh, I yes. have, so, I'm a loving father. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> where are they now? <laughs> right. A lot of good that did you. <laughs> yeah, see? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so, what we know is that... <laughs> Amazon owns the TV rights. Amazon Prime? Yeah. You know what I forget to tell you? What? The um, Dungeons and Dragons advanced screening on March mm-hmm. 19th is a Amazon Prime sponsored screen. Like the title of the screening is Dungeons and Dragons Amazon Prime Early Access. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Well, Amazon owns the rights to okay. Lord of the Rings television, and they're doing a horrible job with right. it. Right. Okay. And then we've got <laughs> New Line or whatever owns the owns uh, the movie rights. And they've partnered with the Embracer Group, which is an investment group, and they are going to be bringing new Lord of the Rings theatrical experiences our way, starting with an animated movie next year. Uh, However, uh, Peter Jackson and Philippa Boyle are... In they, their, the quote that Peter Jackson gave something was something along the lines of like, we're in the loop, they're talking to us, we don't know if we'll be involved, mm. but we're in the loop as things progress forward. Uh, so far, the talk is that they aren't looking to remake anything, it's just expanding the universe, and there's plenty of stories to work with, it's just you gotta do it right. What are your thoughts on this? <sighs> <laughs> If you get Peter Jackson involved and you give him the time he needs to get it done, you could do some really amazing work. The problem is we've seen the Hobbit movies. and Peter Jackson tried his best, <laughs> but he was not given the time needed to do them. Mm-hmm. And there's all this behind-the-scenes stuff to support that. Not like Lord of the Rings. Everyone looks at Lord of the Rings and they forget that it took him – nearly 10 years just before they started to film. That's like some James Cameron business right there. Right, yeah. So there's a lot of groundwork Mm -hmm. to be done. And uh, whether or not you do that can change whether or not it's it's good. I mean, I love me some Lord of the Rings, but I mean, Amazon didn't do a good job. So. We watched Ant-Man, right? We did. And are you reading online now? All these people are bashing the CGI? Yeah. 
I, I thought it was fine. I thought it looked great. I thought it was fine. What the hell? This, like, why the movie can't is getting torn apart? Why can't people just accept a good movie? Like, why does it? Like, what is wrong with you that you cannot look at a good movie and look around and say, "Oh, that was a good movie." My my thing with I think the problem with Ant Man is it, it, it suffers from legacy. The thing that makes the Marvel movies great, the legacy, is the same thing that hurts it. Because what do you mean? Well, I mean, the thing that makes it great is this big, great world that everything kind of connects, and it, mm-hmm. it, it's it's fun to get to know a new character and mm-hmm. then they see them interact with old characters. But at the same time, it suffers from this isn't really on that point, not being able to follow everything. But the the problem is these these movies. One person goes to see Infinity War or Endgame, and they're blown away. Yeah. And now the standard has been set. And the next movie you see, not as good as not as good as Endgame. How could it be, right? So now your standards have been low. Now you've been a little bit disappointed. You hold on to that disappointment, right? And now you see just a movie that's okay, and it disappoints you a little bit more. Okay, your point is solid, and I would agree with that. But I would just tell all my friends. That's not everybody. That's just. That's the, people. the the people who are complaining of who the people who found something to complain about for Ant Man, yeah. right? And what I would say is that if if that's truly how your brain is working, then you're out of touch. Like that's like that's a lot of people. I know. That's and they're all out of touch. That, that Every single doing. one of them. But <laughs> you and I have an advantage of of like. Not only enjoying movies, but like going out of our way to keep up with movies. Right. And I think that there's a lot of people who who just like these people who are complaining are not the people who are like I've seen every Marvel movie. I got gotcha. you. You know what I mean? And, so, I, and so I, they, I can accept the good and the bad. They're like, if I'm going to the movie, I expect it to be this level yeah. every single time. Yeah. Okay. So they literally don't know better. They yeah. literally think that every movie is an is an Avengers level event film. Yeah, and if it's not an Avengers level film, yeah, they should watch it at home. No, right. I hear what that's, you're saying. That's no, no, the I, right, right, I'm right. not saying that's what it is. No, no, I but, yeah, and and, I, and it's not everyone, but those are the vocal people. Because what we're talking about, we didn't put it in the news, but what we accidentally ended up face to face with is yeah. Ant Man had a historic drop. Yeah. From its first weekend to its second weekend. Like Black Panther had a bad drop, his 67% drop. Um, I forget the other recent film that had like a 68% drop that was also considered like dramatically bad drop. Ant-Man dropped 70%. That's terrible. Yeah. And if you look at the online reviews, critics panning it, but the audience score is usually yeah. pretty high. So Yeah. I think Ant-Man will continue to hold well. Um, it did go, it fell behind Cocaine Bear. Cinematic masterpiece, Elizabeth Shocking Banks directed. to me. All right, well, hold yeah. that thought. Hold that thought. Because yeah. you told me that Peter Jackson took nine years. Right. And I said that's like some James Cameron business. Right. Speaking of James Cameron. What? James O'Cameron? Right? St. Paddy's. Are we going to have a St. Paddy's Day special? I don't know. Do we need what? to? Get out of town. I'm going to come all dressed in green. And I'm going to come drunk. 
<laughs> and that would be different from every other show. How? <laughs> I'm not going to hide it. <laughs> oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Anyway, James Cameron. Now, we had Avatar 1, right? Right. And then we had 100 years. Right. Generations of children were born and raised, lived full and complete lives, <laughs> and then died off. And died off. And now we have... <laughs> Avatar 2 in the theater, right? Yeah. And then on the books, Avatar 3 is what? Supposedly right behind it, right? <coughs> Not too far off. Avatar 2025? 3. Oh, I thought it was 24. It might be. It's not far off. They're finishing it. Right. And then so naturally, now that he's already had a generation's worth of time to get back into the Avatar thing. Avatar 4 will be right behind it, right? Yeah, because they're like, oh, we want to make five more of these right, movies. Right. Like, we're clearly on right. the ball. Right. This is a massive success. And I believe in this series. Right. I love it so, so much. much. And I am certainly Oh, but wait a minute. Squirrel! Older. What? Huh? <laughs> huh? Wait, before we do anything else, let me make this other movie. Even Steven Spielberg got to make... <laughs> Schindler's List. Mm. Let me go make Hiroshima. Yeah, yeah. Christopher Nolan got to make Oppenheimer. Let me go make Hiroshima. Is that what we're saying? Is that what we're talking about? I guess. I, James Cameron once he was there was stuff where he was saying he feels like he's not able to do anything else because of Avatar, and it's like, yeah, look who did that to himself. Well, oh my God. Okay, so so. I've, I can't tell you how annoying that is, how privileged and <laughs> like, how, like, like you don't hear Tom Brady complaining like, oh, I never got a chance to be like a great chef because I was so always too busy playing football. Yeah. You know, you don't hear LeBron James saying, oh, I never had a chance to be a great painter because I was too busy playing basketball. True. You don't hear Eric Clapton saying I couldn't, you know, play tennis because I was too busy being a rock star. Yeah. Like, if you're great at something, that's a gift, and I get it that that's a burden. It shapes your life. Like, I understand all that, you know, but, fi but like, you got to, like, make the freaking Avatar movies. Yeah. You don't hear me saying I never got to be a lawyer because I was too busy podcasting. Right. Right? Obviously. <laughs> Come on. I didn't want to bring that up, David. Yeah. I didn't know how personal you wanted to get. Well, I mean, let's get down dirty. Right. I mean, you always wanted to be a lawyer. I always wanted to be an architect. <laughs> right. 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 And here we are. Being one of the podcasters. Right. And our, our crew, Jimmy, he always <laughs> wanted to be a marine biologist. Yeah. yeah. And the three of us have remained committed to our craft because that's what our public demands. Mm. It's what we're good at. I'm saying. Yeah. <sighs> James Cameron. All right. I got it. I just had it. I just had it. I just had the best idea. What? How about you and I make Avatar 4? Done. If well, you're, that's <laughs> the problem. He won't let anyone else do it. If you're so busy. Yeah. My other thing is, I mean, he doesn't have time to do both. <laughs> right? I mean, these movies are taking so long to come out. Right. You're telling me that he's that busy every single day that he doesn't have time to do both? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Come I'm on. with you, David. I'm with you, David. Unless Oppenheimer is going to be the... Biggest 3D, or not Oppenheimer. Uh, Hiroshima. Hiroshima is going to be the biggest 3D extravaganza drama we've ever seen. 
completely CGI no. humans. Oh, God. He's going to do I, – I, I mean, here's the problem, right? I mean, I'm I'm big enough to admit when I'm wrong. Like, the problem is Hiroshima is going to be amazing. I yeah, mean, sure, it, James Cameron, I mean, he's the master. I mean, he's, you know, he's great. And it's going to be great. But is he the master of this disaster? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, moving on. Does his car go faster? <laughs> you spoke of CinemaCon earlier. Yes, I did. I'll and be out there. You're gonna. You're going. I'm going. Yeah. Did it's you official. forget to get me a ticket? Oh no, I sent you. I got. It didn't. You didn't. That didn't show up. In my, oh, just shoot. keep checking your mail. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure. Any it, any day I'm now, right? I'm sure. Yeah. As a matter of fact, you could probably like just stay at home and wait by the mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> get an express flight right. as soon as the ticket shows up, right? Well, The Flash will premiere at CinemaCon six weeks before the theatrical release. Yeah. Which is huge. Yeah. Because, they okay, they did this with Top Gun, which was a great decision. But here's why this is huge. That's six weeks with theater owners and mm -hmm. theater business people who have six six weeks to make decisions on how they're going to handle this movie. And that's six weeks of people, I'm sure you have to sign NDAs, right? Yep. Regardless of whether or not they sign NDAs, mm -hmm. that's six weeks of potential hype loss if these people are just like, well, I can't, you know, I can't talk about it, but uh, yeah. Instead of being like, I can't talk about it, but get your get your tickets. Yeah. You know, two different things. Right. That. They Although I'm going to be telling you to get your tickets regardless. Right. Because right. <laughs> that's just so you know man. who you're dealing yeah, with. If you're a businessman. <laughs> get your tickets. Right. Either way, buy them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> As a matter of fact, you should buy some other tickets to other movies right now just so you know, so you're ready. Buy tickets to several movies playing at the same time. Anything. Right. 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 <laughs> so <laughs> you're covered. You're covered. Right. So. The, anyway, it's it's putting a ton of trust into the movie. Well, don't you think that's says they have faith in the movie? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, there's other things that I think have shown at like shows like this before where we've been like, that's you know, whatever. Right. But a big movie like this, yeah, with as much controversy as been as a, right. around it, that speaks. A lot of volume. I think the other, the uh, the biggest difference between this and Top Gun is when they screened Top Gun. Top Gun had been done, like in the can for almost two years, mm. right? Because wasn't Top Gun one of the original original COVID? Yeah, victims? but so is the, so is the Flash. The Flash is, has been is, done. Has it forever? Oh, okay. But then things with Ezra Miller blew up and the yeah, pandemic. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, it but, also has been. Oh, okay. Sitting. So it's not that different. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, to me, the only thing that I can take from this is that the studio is confident in the picture. Now, I will say, I double checked. Where did you, where did you hear this? Mm, I think it was Joe Blow. Because um, it's still not on the CinemaCon schedule. Really? Yeah. Now Warner Brothers has their, you know, every major studio gets a slot. Right. So you know, it's at their discretion, it, and usually it, it's pretty normal that the studio would. It wouldn't say like, oh, playing the Flash. It would say Warner Brothers presents. How do you get into it? It's CinemaCon.com. I mean, it's a public. No, no, but I mean, like, once you're going to the con, like, do you have to like get then get a ticket for this or no, 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 wait no, in line thing? Or? Yeah, it's wait in line. You're. I mean, I, I, 
I forget, but I've never had trouble getting in. Really? You're just, just part of your... I mean, they play them in these massive thousand-seat theaters. Oh, okay. So, Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's... Not that they have recliners like Penn Cinema does. Jeez. Yeah. Or assigned seating? No, I don't think so. Oof. So what they do is they give all the studio heads, you know, the real primo seats, and then their guests, the theater owners, we all get stuck in the back in the shitty seats. Every single studio, that's how they roll. It's annoying as hell, which is part of why I haven't been to CinemaCon since 2018. The only reason. Not the only reason, but part of the... Mm. I have been... I've spoken out against CinemaCon in my NATO circles many times. Mm. I just wanted to give a shout out... Okay. ...to Penn Cinema goers Mm. uh, and say... I've interacted with some quite polite people mm. uh, because with the theaters filling up again now, right? I found a couple ploppers in my spotters. Whoa! And I'm like, hey, it's no good. You're in my seat, and yeah. everyone's been very like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize. Is it? Are they? Wh- what's your suspicion? Are they accidentally in the wrong seat, or did they just decide like I like this seat better, and mm. maybe it's empty? Every single time, it's been confusion on the numbering on the seats. Huh. And they just one off. They were one off. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No big deal. Right. Interesting. But, you know, some people would be all <laughs> snooty. Oh no, 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 no! Not Penn Cinema. Not, not these people. Nope. They've nope. been real nice about yep. it. So props to the moviegoers. Yeah, love them. So we have the best moviegoers, and uh, we welcomed one of our favorite regulars today, Whoa. who is seeing two movies in a row. Whoa. It's not uncommon that she would be here on a Saturday and see three movies in a row. Whoa. She holds the all-time record. She was in the building on, in one day and saw five feature films. Holy smokes. It's pretty impressive. Wow. Like, what are the logistics in that? Like, how do you even coordinate really that? really had to figure that out. That's she what I'm saying. That out. I'm saying, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and she's, she's one of our favorites. She's wow. great. Yeah. Well, that's all the news fit to print. ready to get into some trailers this week we have five trailers four of them are for movies <clears throat> well one of them is for a tv show which i left on TV because show. it looks amazing it is coming to theaters oh okay for at, a week at the end of the trailer it says digital release march 31st okay 21st to, which is a wednesday according to joseph blosseff where I found this trailer. <laughs> it's, in the- <laughs> yeah. it's in theaters. And within a- and then a week later, it's on uh, it's in- on demand. Can we just do a little PSA here for our listeners? Yeah. If you are bored of your usual movie-going sites, mm. joeblow.com is such a great site. It's yeah. J-O-B-L-O. Yeah. joeblow.com. And it's great. It's, it's one of the first websites that I ever turned into when I was – first learning about the movie business like two years before the theater ever opened mm-hmm. i would i would spend a lot of time on joe blow and it's a great site it's great it's yeah. down to earth by the way they give creed a nine out of ten oh. on their movie review of creed so i'm excited about that but anyway all right so we have five trailers uh you want to just start at the top there's also a new creed trailer um let's start with that okay. did you see that because it I, played before cocaine bear and i hadn't yeah. seen it oh, okay. i just remembered about it right now okay um, I don't think there's a lot to comment on this because we're going to talk about the movie in general. But let me just say, Jonathan Majors, he's going to wreck some things. Yeah, 
<laughs> That's what I took away. Right. That that dude, a beast. <laughs> He's a beast. A beast. Yeah. I hope he doesn't wreck Adonis. Mm. Did you see the thing with, uh, it was on Jimmy Fallon, and Paul Rudd was on, and they were talking about how both him and Jonathan Majors were on, because Jonathan Majors is Kang right. as well. Right, right, Both him and Jonathan Majors were on the front of Men's Health. <laughs> And all the pictures of Paul Rudd, he's just like in t-shirt and yeah, jeans. Yeah. He's like sitting against a wall. Like there's like three of them. And both of them are from the same shoot of him just like smiling against the wall. And then every shot of Jonathan Majors, shirt off, next to the pool, yeah. a sex icon, yeah. like 20 pack. You know, If I was abs. ripped like Jonathan Majors, I would <laughs> never, never wear a shirt. A shirt. <laughs> never have a shirt on. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Shirts required. I'll find somewhere else. Right, I'll be over down the street. Down the street. Right, and so will the seven hundred women that want to, like watch me eat. Exactly. You know? yeah. Exactly. Uh, and men. Funny. And men. Sure, Probably some not? men would get a kick out of that. Yeah. All right. So the first trailer. I saw this trailer. It popped up. I I, I turned on YouTube. Uh, earlier in the week, and this trailer popped up, and I said, no thanks. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> but I did watch it. Did I, you, I did, did you? too. I watched yeah. it today yeah. in, in preparation for the show, and I have to say it looks better than I gave it credit for. The movie is called The Pope's Exorcist, and it stars Russell Crowe and opens on April 14th. I will not be seeing this movie. No. Absolutely <laughs> not. Yeah. However, right. as far as exorcist, move, exorcist movies go... It looks like it's got way better story. Mm-hmm. I like the whole idea that it's not just him trying to cast out a demon. Right. There's the whole thing of like the church has fought this demon before. Covered it up. There's like this cover up. Mm-hmm. And the idea is the demon want, <laughs> the demons want to possess the the exorcist. Right. For some sort of ultimate power. Right. And it's just like way more advanced story. I would read the wiki article about this movie. Yeah. And find out what the story was, but I do not intend to watch this movie. Mm. Um, this is right on the border for me. Because, uh, it is borderline. Yeah, it's it not is. my kind of movie, and I really don't want to see it. <laughs> but it looks like it's really good, and it looks like I always say I like a horror movie that has good premise, and this looks it's like it could premise. be interesting enough to get me in to watch it. The trailer is great. I could be talked into it. If you're into this genre, hard. if you're into this genre, if you like exercise movies, then <laughs> by all... If you like exercise movies. Yes. Yeah, like, you know, the Pope's working out. Yeah. You know, he's got his exercise coach with him. You know, he's <laughs> yeah. Doing, he's doing he's push-ups. on the bike. Right. He's on yeah. the bike. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that scene when the Pope has the dumbbells. You know, it's, yeah. it's, that was my favorite part of the trailer. Definitely. He, he had a picture of Jonathan Majors in the background. <laughs> you got to have goals. You know? Yes. Yes, he absolutely had a couple pictures of Jonathan Majors in the back. No pictures of Paul Rudd, though. That was weird. Huh. That's so weird. Huh. Your men's health, you know? <laughs> okay. Second movie is the controversial movie. The, the, the movie is called Wildflower. It's not at all controversial. Controversial? Controversial as if whether or not it's coming to theaters, right. according to Pendulum Ketchum. Right. Either way. According to Joseph Blosev, <laughs> it's coming to theaters. Yeah. But at the end of the trailer, it says digital release March 21st. Either way, let's not get bogged down in that because this looks like a great movie. This does look like a great movie. It looks like a subject that I'm surprised we haven't seen a movie on before. Right. Uh, Which is? Like be touching. So uh, the idea is that um, two adult uh, people with developmental issues – Intellectual disabilities. Intellectual disabilities. I'm not sure what the... Developmental disabilities, I think. Developmental disabilities. They have a child who does not have developmental disabilities. Right. 
and it seems like perhaps the grandparents are very active in their lives in the beginning, but at some point the right. parents live on their own with the daughter and it, she just talks about the struggle of right. having to sort of care for her parents. From a very young from age. From a very young age. And what that means for her. She's now looking at her future post post high school and you know what kind what that means to take care of your family what kind of responsibilities does she really have what is she giving up that a normal adolescent would not have to give up right you know for example her dating you know boys or you know whatever love life you know and that kind of thing there's some very touching scenes in the trailer where you know I want to see this movie I absolutely will see this movie I, I, my, my fear is very real that it'll fly right to Pivot and I'll just miss it. I'll like I'll forget about it. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying absolutely that I'll forget about it, but it it doesn't it, it has Gene Smart who we love. You know, she's she's had a string of great movies and and shows and she's sort of I I, I feel like you can say she's kind of having a second career, or a second comeback. Um the brother from Everybody Loves Raymond. Yep. Who people like? Yep. I like him. So I think the movie looks great. I hope I don't forget about it, but it could happen. Yeah, could another happen. one that, at first glance, I I thought would be a throwaway movie, but it looks like it's going to be pretty funny. I got to give props to this. It's called About My Father. The premise from that I read about it, and then the initial like twenty seconds of the of it, I thought there oh another one of the this doesn't look good at all. Like like comedy has gone has gone downhill significantly for mm -hmm. me. However, the trailer then won me over, mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh, man, this feels like the comedy movies that we don't get anymore. Right. Like it's, it's, like, not just constant joke after joke after joke. Like, it's, like, you remember Meet, Meet the Fockers was yes. like this, you know? I don't care for that language, but, yes, I remember the is film. Fockers. Easy. F-O. Hey, is that the F word that Shady Lady was talking about? No, it can't be. We're going to get Hers to that later. a little bit different. <laughs> 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 different vowel. <laughs> Since you like it so much, why don't you marry it? <laughs> why don't you record a show with the F word? <laughs> so anyway, this looks like good. Like a good. Watch this trailer. The story looks good. The comedy looks good. Who does it star? Robert De Niro. Oh my god! And apparently, the other main guy is. Like at the beginning of it, they're like one of the most popular comics. It's Sebastian McKinnon. I never heard of him before, but yeah. apparently he's an up and coming comic. I heard of him, but I I can't pronounce his last name as you just saw, and I I think this looks really great. Memorial Day, huh? Yeah, yeah, which tells you they have faith in it. Yeah, yeah. I think this is for the crowd. This is Meet the Fockers, Meet the Parents, Book Club, Eighty for Brady, the whole nine yards. Like it's yeah. it's that a little bit older, you know. Yeah. Um, demographic. I think it would be a good date movie, probably. Yeah. Like for a cat, like a, not like maybe yeah. at first, but like casual date. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Anyway, all right. Um, on to my trailer Susan. of the week. Oh, wow. Is it not yours? Um, I forgot to think about that. There's only one other one to choose from. I'm going to go with About My Father as my trailer. Okay. Wait, only because, only, here's surprising. why. Here's why. Well, first of all, you're, you're, you're taking Sisu as your trailer of the week. Yeah. I could easily get on board with that. Okay. I'm, I'm completely right there with you. But anytime a trailer actually, like in the literal sense, 
makes me laugh out loud, okay, it hooks me. Gotcha. Like, and about my father made me laugh out loud a couple times, and it even made me laugh out loud the second time I saw the trailer. <laughs> when he makes the dinner, and then they reveal what he made it out of. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, uh, it's an easy joke, but it works. <laughs> but, but also, like, I like when he loses his shorts on that water thing. But like that gag in and of itself, like that's funny. Yeah. But. That the aftermath of that gag is he says, like, my mom can't unsee no, that. That's, that's the, the one who <laughs> the fiance is like, my mom's not going to be able to unsee that. can't unsee that. She's not even mad. She's, honey, my mom's not going to be able to unsee that. I mean, it's just delivered so well. Yeah. Like, everything about it, like, it, I think that that was great. Okay. On to Sisu. I don't understand why you're going to cover this, but is this a wide release? Is this like a mainstream movie? It's a Finnish movie being brought to America by someone behind John Wick. Mm. Um, I don't remember who or what it says in the trailer. Oh, that's right. It's a Lionsgate. Yeah. It's Lionsgate. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But this looks like the same fun action that over the top. This is John Wick's grandfather. John Wick, Bullet Train. If you like those movies, if you like the action in those movies. I think it's more John Wick than Bullet Train. Right. But still that like fast paced, like, yeah. cr- like, you wouldn't expect this type of action to happen. John Wick meets Inglorious Bastards and Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. So there's a guy who finds some gold. The nearest bank is, what, 500 some miles away? And he's got to get the gold there across Nazi territory. Ugh. And the Nazis stop him. And if anything happens to that dog. Oh, my God. I Nothing am, is going to happen I, to that dog. I will, I will leave. That's the thing with these John Wick guys. They got a dog in John Wick, too. Yeah. John Wick. Yeah. Even when they showed the trailer for that, the guy next to yeah. me last night goes, didn't this all start because someone killed his dog? Right. And I'm like, my dude, it did. <laughs> yeah. I could fill you in, but I'm not going to. <laughs> so, uh, but it, I love I love the over-the-top action. It looks insane. Um, I was like, Wah! Oh, Okay. The kind yeah. of reaction you probably would have expected me to have to the Cocaine Bear trailer, which I did not. Wait, 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 wait. Can I just back train up one second? Yeah. Did you see this trailer in the movie theater? No. Oh, okay. All right. You were just with somebody when you saw this trailer? No. Uh, oh, he, said that, he trailer. said that during the John Wick trailer. Yeah, 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 gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. All right. Last trailer. You want to handle this one? Yeah, this was pretty good. This was called The Machine. Yeah, this looks good too. And it looks, ba- it's based on a true story from a comic I never heard of, but it yeah. also has supporting role from Mark Hamill, AKA yeah. Luke Skywalker. Or he's more, he sounds like the Joker in this one. Mark does? Yeah. Did he, I don't know if you Mark's. Oh, right, 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 right. He played right, the Joker right. on the, the he voiced it. series. Yeah, for, he voiced it. He's, all, he's not doing it anymore now that uh, Kevin Conroy is dead, though. So The Machine is based on a true story about a kid who literally, like, what, faked his way into the Russian mob? Like, accidentally, like, got he, drunk and backed his way into the mob or he something? Was, he was traveling. He met a guy, and they're like, don't talk to this guy. He's trouble. Yeah. And he instantly was like, well, now only thing I want to do is hang out with this guy. Which is the same thing I would do. Yeah. And the only thing he knew how to say is, I am the machine right. in Russian. And so he just das went machine. in and then kept saying that he was the machine and they just like right. let him party with him. And right. one thing led to another. Next thing you know, he's robbing a train. And one thing led to a mother. One thing yeah. led to a mother. Right. Yeah. That never ends mother well. Russia. Right. That's right. That's the motherland. The that's what yeah. you meant. Well, yeah. Um, and he winds up um, robbing a train with them. Right. Because <laughs> there's no way out. Yeah. He's stuck with them. So apparently this guy um, is known 
for telling the story. For telling the story. And he's a comedian, maybe? Yeah. And he takes his shirt off a lot? I think when... Not the way Jonathan Majors does. No. Right. No one quite does right. it like that. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this episode of the Jonathan Majors podcast. <laughs> right. Um, he, I think the, the joke is when he did it, he was young and fit. And he right. had an eye on the machine and he showed off his abs. Yeah. And now he's, now he's older <laughs> and has a rounder, beer gut, a rounder <laughs> right. and, but he still pulls it off. And he's like, clearly, I'm the machine. Right. Right. So the premise is that he's been doing this bit for a while, or telling the story. I don't know if he's a comic in the, yeah. in the movie, but the Russians come back for revenge. Yeah. So a couple nights before the machine opens, um, Penn Cinema Lititz and a variety of other theaters around the country will have a live presentation of this movie Oh, with 30 minutes of this guy Whoa. telling the story before the movie starts. Interesting. Yeah, so that'll be really that interesting. That like a lot of fun. Yeah, it's going to be done basically any theater that has live satellite capability through Fathom Events mm-hmm. is participating, or I mean can is has the choice to choose to participate. Lititz is participating, and... Um, yeah, the guy's coming on. Thirty minutes of him, and then the movie. So I'm gonna be, I'm gonna check that out. That could be cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. Well, that's uh, all our trailers. Hmm. We got two different trailers of the week. I think they're both excellent. Yep. So moving on this week, the movie on this. So the trailers were The Pope's Exorcist, Wildflower, About My Father, Sisu, and the Machine, Creed, a, a, right. and Creed. About My Father is the movie, other than Creed, most likely to make it to your local multiplex. Like yes. it's, it's the most relevant other than Creed or the, right. that one and Creed are the two most relevant. Right. The other ones are like, actually the machine will play. The Pope's Exorcist? I think the that, Pope will play. That'll, that'll play as well. Yeah. Sisu and Wildflower, probably. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Will not. Depends what time of year. Yeah. All right. Sorry. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. You were, oh. you were setting up our, the is this the biggest movie review we've had of the year so far? It's probably the biggest animal related movie. Absolutely. We've ever had. Certainly the biggest one we've had since the middle of February. <laughs> that's true. Right. Since last episode? Right. Best movie that's been reviewed. This is the biggest review we've had yeah, yeah. all week. That's that's We haven't reviewed a movie like this in days. Let me tell you about this movie. Please talk to me. I saw this movie <laughs> with both of my eyes open <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. And during the of which I was wearing Prescription crafted glasses. <laughs> crafted. Yeah. They're bifocals too, so they're scientifically, mathematically done so that <laughs> near. Mathematically done too? Yeah. Wow. Near, well, because near or far. No. You want to. If, if, if I've got them on, I can see. Right. You don't want to miss anything. I can see clearly. Right? And they were cleaned. Yeah. Before. Right. So You've got those special spotless. wipes you like. Yeah. yeah. So now that I've gone over the good parts of this movie. I saw Cocaine Bear. Hmm. Got the joke there? I got the joke. Yeah. I... <laughs> did, of, but did you, Pat? One of, one of my buddies you? said the best part of this movie was the dinner we had before the movie. <laughs> when the movie was over, I turned to my friend I saw it with and I said, I'm sorry. Because he got a babysitter for this movie. <laughs> I, I, now, here's what's interesting. Yeah. Okay, so you didn't like it. I did not. Okay. My little gang didn't like it either. But here's what's interesting. People are loving it. Yeah. 
It's getting great reviews. It's the number one movie in the country. It's ins- like it's crazy. It's insane. Because I got to give props out to Encyclopedia Brown. Yeah. Because I was like, people aren't seeing this movie. I can just stroll in right before when I yeah. plan to see it. Right. No. It's like it's like Brown as I live a busy life. Yeah. I got things going on. He, right. he hit me up. He said, you seeing this movie tonight? I said, yeah. I think I'm going to go to the 8 o'clock. And he's like, it's pretty busy. I was like, can you help a brother out? And he's like, already done. Dying. So, nice. Nice. Yeah. He had my back. Yes. He, he's a, he's good like that. Yeah. Yeah. He's he a good knew. man. He knew. He's a good man. Was good. And I didn't, I was like, I, I still, I was, I was like, he knows what's up, but it, is it really? And then we, I walked in and I was like, well, there was somebody in your seat. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was, it was packed. You know what the number one movie in Lidditz was? What? I'll give you a hint. It did, it did more than twice as much business as Cocaine Bear. More than twice. Right. And Cocaine Bear did really well, as you just articulated. The number three movie was Ant-Man. Jesus Revolution. Oh, Jesus Revolution. Jesus Revolution. Is a that, faith-based movie that takes place in, I think, like the backdrop is Woodstock or something along those heard lines. Of it. I thought we didn't review the trailer. If we did? Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. Well, anyway... I mean, it was massive. Really? It literally, you know how I always say, I've said on the show, like we don't have sellouts anymore because with reserved seating, people click in when they see a crowded theater, they just go to a different showtime. Yeah. Our biggest, our biggest non-IMAX auditorium has 129 seats. Last night, there was a show that sold 122 of those 129 seats. Wow. Yeah. So, wow. So people were willing to sit in the sub, subpar, you know. Wow. They were sitting in the front row. To see this movie. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, so can we talk about this movie? Directed Please, by Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. Presented by Elizabeth Banks. Right. This Elizabeth Banks comedy. Which, by the way, Joe Blow is holding up as an example of her comedic prowess. Okay. Yeah. I didn't I didn't laugh that much. We right. we so my group always my groups kept saying to each other, it felt like it never reached the tipping point. Yeah. Like you kept thinking it was like one plus one plus one. Like you kept waiting for it to ignite. And I thought it was almost there at the gazebo. Yes. So did I. And then it And didn't. then it didn't. And then they're what? In a cave? Yeah. And then there's what? Secret waterfalls. They're tracking paint through a field, but you never see the paint later. Like there's like. Yeah. So, okay. So with all that being said, we don't need to like spend a long time bashing this movie because obviously there's people who love it and good for them. We can spend a long time. No, but let me ask you this because I have a clear answer in my mind. Okay. What was the best part of this movie? Could be a best scene or a best anything like, cause there were nuggets. Yeah. There were nuggets in this movie. The ambulance scene was the best. Yes. That was my favorite part of the Specifically movie. Specifically which, which part of the ambulance scene? <laughs> <laughs> face grinding? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> because in the in the, throughout the whole movie, you see stuff coming. Yeah. You know, and like he backs up to the door where the window is. And you know. You know yeah. the bear is going to bust through that window and rip his face off. And sure enough, you know, yeah. and, and you see like one thing after another. And it's okay. Like, that's fine. Like, you know, but like when that when she fell out of the back of the ambulance and then did a face plant and they, and they, sh- they had the camera right <laughs> showing her face bouncing down the pavement. Yeah. We were screaming, laughing and I was screaming. You did not see that coming. No, like that, you, that one you didn't see coming. Nobody in the entire auditorium saw that coming. 
I thought she was somehow going to survive. Like the joke was going to be that she consistently survived right. all of these horrible things. Right. Yeah. That, and that would have been an improvement. Right. That would have helped the movie. Yeah. I'll tell you the but, second best thing that happened. What's that? Well, this, this I was going to be cynical, but the second like actual best thing was when she shot the kid in the head. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that, that was the first one. I was like, oh, oh, it's like that. Okay. Oh, this is that movie. Yeah, I don't, oh, man. It the, just it just felt like it was going to get funny. Right. It had. That's why I say it had nuggets. Yeah. It had really good potential. And, like they were really setting things up. Right. Especially with the like the the detective. They spent a lot of time setting him up. Yeah. For nothing. Right. You know what else I think they wasted a lot of time on? They didn't need the kids. Right. Although, I will say I thought the kids' acting was probably oh, no. some of the best acting in the movie. It was excellent. Especially the little girl. It, both of them. Yeah. was excellent. But I didn't want to see little kids on cocaine. No. Although, that was the like I, I was like, this yeah. is the, the most, like, movie part of this movie. Right. When they were eating it and yeah, spitting, it out. spitting it out. Well, how do you usually do it? <laughs> my, my uh, that doesn't taste like the cocaine I normally do. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, my other favorite, the other thing that I liked about this movie is the fact that they were quick to kill off the guy from Modern Family. I thought he was horrible. Which one was that? The blonde uh, ranger supervisor. Oh. What is it? It's like Tyler Ferguson or something? I don't know who he is. He's the blonde. He's one of the two husbands in Modern Family. Okay. The the blonde one. I didn't one. watch it, so I don't know. It was a great show. And he was great in that show, but he was terrible in this movie. And I said to the guy sitting next to me, I was like, if if he doesn't get killed off soon, I'm going to be annoyed. Like, he needs to be the first one to go. Right. And, like, they just, they built him up. So much too. Yeah. Like he, he was supposed to be this funny character, right? And it was not. I felt like this movie wanted to be Snakes on a Plane, uh, but just was not doing it for me. But then again, Snakes on a Plane didn't do it for me at the time either. I never saw Snakes on a Plane. I don't. Okay. Anyway, so David, best movie you ever saw or worst movie you ever saw? Worst movie I've ever seen. This was definitely the worst movie I've ever seen. It was a very, and I tried to keep my hopes up. So all the like, way to the bitter end. Yeah, you, you did send me a thing. You were like, hey, if you're busy, like, I got this. And I was like, well, either he's, it's really bad or, you know, he's trying to, he's trying to help me out. Both. Yeah. It was both. Yeah. It was sent genuinely, sincerely, yeah. but also kind of like, you don't need to see this. <laughs> all right. On to listeners' notes, questions, and answers. Wait, what do we do on oh, next week's Creed? Next week is Creed 3. Starring Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors. Oh, he's in that? Directed. Does he have the muscles for it? Also by Michael B. Jordan. Uh, and you know he's got the muscles for it because oh. we've seen Creed 1 and Creed 2. Right. I meant Jonathan Majors. Oh, I wasn't yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> there was some question right, 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 as right. to whether or not he was right. close enough for that movie. Um, why don't you handle this first one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, as per usual, yeah. we get some email from people. Saying right. how great we are, how much they love us. Yeah. I mean, it's constant. <laughs> it's all, you know, sometimes it's, it's like, enough, guys. Please, I stop <laughs> it. How do I assign a spam word <laughs> right, to put this over there? Please, Louise. And then other times, what was the first hate mail we got? It was uh, too much liberal BS. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> too much liberal BS. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And uh, I'm trying to think other topics that have annoyed people, but mm. 
Well, the mystery gobble is always sweet. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think my favorite was years ago, we were kidding around about how we should do a podcast designed to help people fall asleep. <laughs> and somebody wrote in, like, you already, you already have that. That was good stuff. Anyway, uh, Shady Lady. Yeah. One of our favorites, who's yeah. not a Ben Stiller fan. She was when he started in Meet the Parents. Mm. But then when he came back yeah. and did Meet the Fockers, she did not yeah. care for that. Yeah. That's crazy. Unrelated to anyone here, of course. No, I'm, right. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, she wrote in previously with a question about anesthesia. And I think, if, I've re if I remember exactly correctly, I'm not positive, but I think you said she's just getting old. Oh, was it me? I think so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty, we'll have, to have to, we'll have to ask the abacus. Yeah, but who I'm, said what? I'm pretty sure it was you that said, oh, I think she's just and getting I, old. Yeah, and then you <laughs> chimed in and you said, that old bat. No, no, I think I chimed in and was like, nah, that's crazy talk. She's a pup. <laughs> She's just a kid. Who, who would have thought right. someone that young right. could be old? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So anyway, uh, she wrote in, did not care. <laughs> she did not care for our take no. on her email. And she said something about that. Shall I quote it? Yeah. She said, quote, being as how you like the F word so much, dot, 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 use your imagination. <laughs> I think that's the first time anyone has ever told me to F off without, or just F you without actually saying it. Like being as how you like the F word so much, suspenseful pause, <laughs> use your imagination. Use your imagination. I, think David, I think David, I think you should apologize for calling your old. Me. Yeah. Well, I mean, you said it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Seeing as you like apologies. But you know what? Just between you and me. Yeah. She's probably so old she won't remember who said it. <laughs> 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 well, she couldn't remember the F word. So. <laughs> right. right. She knew it was bad. <laughs> yeah. Use your imagination. You'll figure it out. <laughs> Why don't you just tell me the name of the movie you wanted to see? <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Uh, and then speaking of people talking trash. Oh, shoot. This is your everyone's. This is your problem. <laughs> I'm gonna start. I think we should start calling her the problem. The problem. <laughs> the problem. She child. came at me hard. <laughs> she did. She was like, "I could choose to hate you." It's, remember how David said the Harry Potter movies are better than the books? Yes. Uh, uh, this is the second time you've said something it has called caused consternation amongst our listeners. I know. I'm basically a problem child. Yes. <laughs> at first, that. I thought, she's not, unlike the shady lady, no fear. No, she comes right at you. Yeah, because she says, at first I thought, what the everlasting fuck is he talking about? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that is, <laughs> which, by the way, great style points. <laughs> right? I love that. <laughs> that is 100% wrong. I had to walk that back because I think the Lord of the Rings movies are better than the books. I know. My Lord of the Ring fanfic husband almost asked for a divorce when he found out, <laughs> and I think Top Ten Sarah will never look at me the same. I honestly tried to read The Two Towers after I watched Fellowship, but I couldn't get through it. I ended up reading the Wikipedia summary. So since I believe that these movies are better than the books, which are widely regarded as literary classics, 
I can forgive David for thinking Harry Potter movies are better than the books. So at least one of our listeners knows about forgiveness. See, the problem is she tried to read the book after watching the first movie instead of reading the movie, the book, and then reading the second book. There's a lot of stuff that's left out. Mm. I can, you know, that's Mm. that's a lot. I like, um, I wasn't reading along with you when you were reading that. Right, you were in La La Land. No, 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 I was just, I was listening. Mm. And you, you kind of skimmed over the word, my L-O-T-R, what she wrote was my- I said the Lord of the Rings. My Lord of the Rings fanatic husband. I said that. You said, it sounded like fantic to me. I, I thought you said fake fan. I no. thought you said, I thought no. she was saying my, my Lord of the Rings fake fan husband. No, Lord of the Ring, <laughs> Philly fanatic <Right>. husband. <laughs> She's married to the Philly fanatic. Right. Well, I don't know if you know that It threw not. us for a loop because she spelled fanatic with a P-H. Yeah, well, which because, you know, yeah, good on you for figuring but that she, out. I, no one really talks about the Philly Fanatics family, but right, heads up, everyone's favorite sister is mean, married to the Philly Fanatic. Yeah, I mean, everybody has mom. Yeah, right. So there you go. All right, this <laughs> last one, I I I, I abbreviated so I cover these. Okay, Frodo wrote in. She had a lot to say. A lot of really good stuff to say. I, but I'm gonna I'm gonna summarize. I just want to say. Yeah. That I found this fascinating, and I did read the entire email, long though as it may be. That may be the first time you've ever read anything. It could be fully. Wait till you get to what I'm doing this week. Holy smokes! All right, on how to train your dragon, the live action remake. Uh, she said a bunch of stuff, but I want to highlight this. She says, "Look, live action <laughs> remakes of animated movies might be profitable." which on a purely utilitarian level, I quote unquote get, but artistically they're so vapid, it's frustrating. Mm. None of them have ever been memorable. They're shambling husks of what were visually stimulating and characterful and expressive works, which I agree. We don't think we've had a good, a good live action version of a, of a cartoon yet. Classic cartoon. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, the Lion I would, King is the closest I'd give. Yeah, it. I would say off the top of my head, I would agree with that. Then she talked about how insanely excited she is for the Tetris movie, which she had a lot to say. But the big point is our girl Frodo is a Tetris master, which we did not know. <laughs> Competition, like pro, pro level sponsorship, Tetris, almost made her own Tetris type knockoff type game. Super props to her on that. That's amazing. Uh, this is a great example of like, I could picture myself walking into this. And here's the scene. Walk into a room, there's Frodo. Hey, Frodo, how you doing? Oh, I'm good. You know, yeah, David's filming it. Yep. Yeah. And she says, how you doing? And I say, oh, I'm good. And she, you know, somebody says, oh, there's a new Tetris movie coming out. And then me, being all pleased with myself, yeah. I say something stupid like, oh, I played Tetris all the time. Who played? I mean, yeah. I was so good at it. I, I used best. to love that game. I, I was a, obsessed with it. I had a Game Boy. 
right, right. You know, and I would say something obnoxious like yeah. that. One time I got to level three. Right. I'm saying exactly. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Exactly. Not a lot of people can get to level three. One time I got to level three. Right. One time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's exactly the kind of dumbass thing I would say to Frodo. And yeah. then she would be like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Because she'd be so polite and everything's right, That's right. nice. Because she's classy. You know, she's like level 3,000. Uh, right. Right. Ultimate destroyer Tetris player. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hasn't won since she worked won the tournament back in, you know, right. 95. Right. <laughs> Developing her own version of the game. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's cool. That's cool. I can't wait to see what's next. Well, here's what's next that she had to say. Okay. She oh, yeah. agreed with the shady lady. This ties back to Shady Lady. Yeah. She said that. It doesn't have to do with anesthesia. Mm. She has just kind of always been this way, mm-hmm. but that fast-paced action, she usually zones out. However, she does like single-shot action. She can follow that. It's the cut, crazy cuts. Yes. Uh, she, uh, yeah. Can you can you repeat that and sort of expand on what you mean? So fast-paced action is a lot of like, go to throw the punch. The punch is about to connect. Camera moves. It's now from the other you know, right. direction you see it hit the guy in the or face, maybe camera moves. All of a sudden it's an aerial shot. Right. And now it's from below. Single shot single shot means that there's no cuts. There's one camera watching the fight. Yeah. In some way or the chase or the action or whatever it is. It might move around a bit. The one thing that I can think of a single shot is the scene in Kill Bill where she fights in, behind the screen. Uh behind the screen door in the Japanese, like hut mm-hmm. or whatever. It's just one part of the bigger fight, yeah. but that part is yeah. one shot. The, there's a lot of that in Tarantino movies, especially yeah. Kill Bill. The scene where she's fighting um, the lady in the lady's home. They're having a knife fight while they're waiting for the yes. the lady's daughter to get off the school bus. That's a great scene. That's a that's a sustained shot. Or the action movie, uh, the Jason Bourne shows, uh, movies with, with Matt Damon are have a lot of long shots of action sequences. Or if you want to see an extreme example of this, 1917. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> right. A movie that's, it's, it's cut, but it's made to look as if it's one continual right. shot. And the most famous continual shot is the beginning of Goodfellas, right? I mean, sure. I don't know it, but yeah. Yeah. No, it's a scene where uh, Ray Liotta and his date, walk in the back door of a club and the camera follows them the whole way through all the different catacombs of the the club and they end up on on the floor in the front row of like the busy dining room. Oh. It's I mean it's an incredible shot. It's famous. Apparently oh, yeah. not that famous. I never As long as we're talking about Goodfellas, are you familiar with the Charlie Brown Peanuts clip where they play this famous scene where Joe Pesci says to uh, Ray Liotta, like, what am I funny? I'm funny to you. I'm a clown. I'm here for your amusement. Yeah. Yeah. And have you ever seen that set to the Peanuts? No. Oh, my gosh. So you and all our listeners, go to YouTube. All you have to do is type in Peanuts and Goodfellas, and you'll see it. And somebody edited a Thanksgiving scene from Charlie Brown with the sound clip from that scene in Goodfellas, and it is a freaking riot. It is nice. so funny. Nice. Yeah. And I'm going to give you that tip for free. What? Yeah, what's up? Oh, man, that's crazy. Well, are you ready to move on? What are you doing? What have you been up to outside the theater? <laughs> Please. Okay. Well, first, if you want to write in like these amazing people did, podcast at pencinema.com. That's our new email, podcast at pencinema.com. 
dot com. I just realized something. I thought you were about to flip me off. <laughs> I, I it took me a second to realize you, you were only you were like finger pointing the gun. Right. But I, I legit my brain right. like, he just flipped me off. I just realized the problem with Shady Lady <laughs> is I think she's not old enough for the show. That's, That's the issue. She, we thought she was too old. I think she's too young. She's not in the demographic. She's just a kid. Yeah. She's a pup. She's never gonna make it. Yeah. All right. All right. What, what are been, what are we doing? Okay, me. More of The Last of Us. Did you catch up? I caught up. Yes. But, well, there's a new one tomorrow, right? Yes. Yeah. But so you're but you're caught up. I'm all caught up. How you feeling? Um. Lose some steam for you? No, I liked it. Okay. I I didn't want the boy to die, but I was I if I felt like that was a good like it had to like that showed that the show is committed to the plot. Right. You know what I mean? Like they're they're like I hate a sacred cow cast. You know yeah. what I mean? And this show has already shown a willingness to care, to kill off, you know, favorite characters or whatever. Right. So I shouldn't have been surprised, but I was surprised. But how'd you feel about them finding the Jacksonville or whatever? Um maybe I'm not caught up. Yeah, you're an episode behind. I'm one episode behind. I thought yeah. I was caught up. I watched two episodes. You did? Yeah. I must have what been, happened at the end? I must have been three episodes behind. I forget. Did anybody get shot at the end? I forget. Okay. So, yeah, you, you, you're probably. I must be. Yeah. Uh, I really like the last episode. Okay. Also, Picard is going strong. Uh, and by strong, I mean it's the thing that we wanted to see when Picard came out. It's not the greatest. By strong, I mean weak. Yeah. <laughs> I'm enjoying it because of the nostalgia and because of the Star Trek stuff. But I don't know that it's not like yeah. The Last of Us. I'm not going to tell people to see. But something that I completely binged in two days. Mm. Uh, you remember the Serial podcast? Yeah. They now make other shows. Oh, like uh, shows? Well, like... Or other podcasts. Other podcasts. Okay, gotcha. And they're all like generally like true crime or whatever. Right. But they just so happened to release one this week. I saw the ad. I was like, well, I guess I'll give it a shot. It's eight episodes. It's called The Coldest Case in Laramie. Uh, I thought it was really good because um, at the beginning I wasn't sure like what was really captivating about it. If it was just edited really well that I wanted mm. to hear more. But the actual case is like I, I I just thought it was really it took a really interesting twist of instead of like sometimes these things will really paint someone and they'll be like it seems like it's really clear it's this person but we don't know. But mm. this time at the end it's like it's different. I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, interesting. It's good. You see what's there on the top of I, my list? Shock and awe. Yeah. So courtesy of my friend Mark Ponce yeah. set me up with, it arrived via Amazon Prime. Whoa. You know, they're amazing. They just, you know, you think of something and it arrives at your buddy's house the next day. Yeah. The Flash, Flashpoint graphic novel. Whoa. So I'm going to be up to speed before I get out to Vegas did to you see start The Flash. Yet? I did not. It just okay. came the other day. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, it seems like it has before it, Dune, but it, ha it has a lot of pictures. Yeah, it definitely has so. <laughs> has pictures. Yeah, I'm nervous there might also be words in it. <laughs> but it's going to be interesting because there's a lot of different versions of like characters in here that are really good. So, including like the stuff they do with Batman. Okay, I can't wait. I'm really excited. What's this other stuff you got on here? Well, Clarkson's farm. Don't know what that is. We talked about this oh, before. Yeah, 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 See, yeah, yeah. it's okay. the rich guy who's a fish out of water. Yeah. We, Kayla and Amy and I just love the show. We, we scream laugh. It's, I can't recommend it enough. It's very. Like that. Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> well, it's scream laugh. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> I, I thought somebody snuck a baby cow in here and murdered it while we were doing the show. No, I was clearly scream laughing. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for demonstrating that. The viewers couldn't, the listeners couldn't see that I tried to to lean away from you, but I was cursed by the headphones. <laughs> you can't get away from All right. I was trying to, like, remove myself, but it was still in my ear. Clarkson's Farm is very funny. It's unlike anything else. It's a it's a documentary. Yeah. It's very wholesome. It's not like there's no, like, weird twists or plots. It's just a great fish-out-of-water story. Uh, it takes place in, in England. I highly recommend it. And then the rest is the same stuff everyone else is doing. I'm, the girls and I are watching Kaleidoscope. I am continue to be obsessed with Seinfeld, which, of course, I've seen every single one many times. Of course. And I still watch it and still love it yeah. and I still laugh, even when I know what's coming. Yeah. All right. Still enjoying Slow Horses, thanks to the Mystery Gobble, who is on uh, the Slow Horses on uh, is on Apple TV Plus or Apple Plus or whatever. Also rewatched, do you remember this movie, Sicario? Oh, yeah, yeah. I never saw it, but it's supposed to be good. Emily Blunt, Josh Brolin, uh, the the guy from Nope, um, whose name I can't pronounce. Um, I think it might be Daniel something. Daniel Kalua. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, this movie, it's like your basic law and order, cop, bad guy, drug dealer movie. But, I mean, Emily Blunt is so talented. No doubt. Yeah. So, no doubt. So that's what I'm up to. Every time you talk about Clarkson Farm, it reminds me of the show that I really want to watch that I never think of where... I think it's a BBC production where it's a document doc, documentary style thing, except for the host doesn't know anything. Mm. Do you know what I'm talking about? You told me about this once. Yeah, the yeah. one where the lady, she's like, how do, how do planes work? And he tries to explain it. She's like, without using science, how do planes work? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I think they work purely on belief because we don't know how they work. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody can prove how they work. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So anyway, hey, hey, hey. all right. So next week we're going to be watching Creed three. Look, if you want to talk to us about Creed three, or let's just say Jonathan, you know, majors or whatever, mm. uh, you can go ahead and email us at our new email address, mm. podcast at pencinema.com. Now, you know what? I'm going to show you something. I'm going to take a little snippet here because because it wasn't written in. Okay, but it was sent to me after last week's, and I. I'm going to tell you it was sent to me, but it was also, it happened. And it's not often you see these things in the wild. Right. Right? Right. But this happened to me. I saw it in the wild as it was happening. And um, I was, it was, it was like kind of a shock and all thing. Do you remember what you said to do? Last week? Yeah. Put a rock in the bottom of the aquarium because fish are people too. Right. And there I was. Mm. And there's something floating in the aquarium. <laughs> Whose aquarium is this? It's the one at work. <laughs> it says, listen to the Penn Cinema podcast, triple exclamation point. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's hard to tell, but it is floating. Is it? In the, in it's the, in there. It's in the aquarium. Oh, my God. But you can probably tell who did it because it's a signature move. Yeah, it's a signature move. Yeah. yeah. It's the 10-foot it's the piece of... Of cardboard. Well, I mean, you don't exactly not ten feet. No, it's, you know, it's, it's, like it's usually three by two or yeah, whatever. it's like a three by three foot piece of yellow cardboard. Yeah, cut down, which he cuts down to make it look just like a sticky note. Right. Yeah. Good old Tony Baloney at doing his thing, and uh, it was great. That's brilliant. Yeah. 
So that happened. So, but yeah. what are some other ways that people can support the show? Well, have you been seeing all the hype for Creed? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of like, they're starting to have like celebrity screenings and, you know, yeah. advanced shows and the reviews are starting to come in. And everybody is taking a page out of Jonathan Major's book. And getting 20 pack abs. After they see the movie, the first thing they do is tear their shirt off. <laughs> but what's interesting <laughs> is people are tearing their shirts off and then on their chest, they painted. Listen to the Pensano podcast. That's crazy. Like the sports fans. Yeah. Like Putty in Seinfeld. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's happening a lot. So, I mean, if you want to do that. And who doesn't? And who doesn't? Right. Right. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you don't act like you don't have body paint at your house. I, I, I know you do. Give the biggest high five to any one of your managers that tells me about someone who walks out of the <laughs> Creed 3 with no shirt on with a thing that says, this is the pencil right. podcast on their chest. I hope to God it doesn't happen. <laughs> Maybe not. That, that would be a great thing to do at somebody else's theater. Because we know the managers don't listen. So they're going to be like, what? Well, some of them do. Well, some of them do. What's yeah. going on? Right. <laughs> like, that's a great thing to do at somebody else's theater. Oh. You know, yeah. Okay. Like, that's a good move at, like, Regal or AMC. <laughs> something like that. We don't. <laughs> you don't need to do it at the theater because everybody at the theater is already. Oh. They're seeing Creed. They're listening to the show. You know, yeah. it would probably be best, like, you know where it would work great? Mm. Church. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, what I meant was right. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Church or the grocery store. Mm. Either either one. Oh, they're interchangeable. You know where else? Where? When you pick up your kid from preschool. <laughs> Hospice. Hospice would be a perfect time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, I know you're on the way out. Yeah, listen. But one last thing you can do before you, you check do. out. <laughs> you have like an hour left. I got the thing for I got, you. Time will fly. <laughs> imagine if somebody well, imagine if you died while you were listening to the Pet Cinema podcast <laughs> like how messed Oof. up would that be Oof. I listened to this one podcast and people are always writing it about how they got into car accidents listening to oh it oh my god I want to know has anyone been in a car accident listening oh to the Pet Cinema podcast <laughs> All right. Do we have to go to the funeral? Like, are, is there is there an is there an etiquette there? Well, we were there at the death. We don't really need to. We already <laughs> right, paid our respects. Right, right. God bless. You <laughs> <laughs> had a good run. All right. Well, once again, for the Benson of Podcast, I'm David Wolton. <laughs> and I'm Ben Ketchum. Take, Take care, care and party, party on. on. <laughs>
Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Great. I'm happy. It's a cut.